Welcome to this week's episode of the Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast. It's been a while since I've been on. I'm your host, Varun, and I've got DJ with me as well. DJ, how are you doing? I'm very well, man. It's nice to uh, speak to you. It's been a while, as always. I always <laughs> like the way you open the show as well. For some reason, Ashwin and I, know, I always say, hello and welcome. Like, I don't know. It's like, I don't, but you yeah, I don't like have to say hello to the show. Yeah, it is a show, man. It's like welcome to the show. Because I'm not getting any, I'm not getting any hello back from our listeners. That's so it's true. A welcome to the show. <laughs> welcome to the show. Good one. Yeah. Oh man, it's been it's been weird, cricket wise, right? Like, I feel like the Ashes is over, and in the last few years, I think the the India Australia series of 2020-21 and the this Ashes have been like the two best series in a long time, and Post that, you've just had this crash of India-West Indies where, honestly, the time doesn't work out for me. We were all in the US. So I got back, I was jet-lagged and I was like, okay, I'm jet-lagged, I'm going to watch this. I was jet-lagged the reverse way, so I actually couldn't watch anything. But it seems like I didn't miss much. So let's first get into the ashes. DJ, where we left off last time, I mean, I think we just need to talk about that fifth day, right? In England kind of put Australia in with a target of around 380, 390, if I'm not mistaken. And Australia on day four, the openers did a fantastic job. Warner was 60, Khwaja was 72. They were actually 140 for zero before the first wicket fell. How? What were you thinking at that point? So there's a lot to unpack there, right? On the On the fourth day, the ball wasn't doing anything. But you remember what happened like 10 days and we've had a lot of chat about this. There's been like the owner of the Duke's company has come out and, and talked about this. There's a ball change like 10 minutes before the day. On day four. On day four. And then of course, the, the rain came down as it does in, in, in England and play was called off. The next day, it looked like a totally different game. And there's a theory being propagated that this is a 2018 ball that has been used. And remember, that's the series that Kohli scored 593 runs. Okay, yeah. Just, wow. just just to put it out there. But that Duke's ball apparently moved more. And now this has become a, a Ricky Ponting, even during the game, was like, this should be investigated. How can it change the ball? It was doing so little. It's now doing so much. I mean, of course, England overhead conditions also change, right? Humidity changes, cloud cover. So it was a different ball game altogether. On day five, and man, what a day we had. So, yeah, at that point, on day four, actually, I predicted that Australia would chase the runs. They only needed 249 to win on the last day with all 10 wickets standing. Warner and Khaja looking great. Manas to come, Smith, the P Dog, Pat Cummins, the hero. Paddy C. Paddy C. Paddy C. Like, <laughs> Do you want to give yeah. listeners context to Paddy C? Because of Nikki P, man. Like, Danny Morrison just... Yeah, so there's Nikki P's and then all of us were in Nashville and there's a very famous fried chicken place called Heidi B's. So we were just going full on Danny while saying Heidi B's, Nikki P's and now clearly Paddy C's. Paddy C's, yeah. But it was a great great day's play, but I was actually backing the Aussies to do it. Um, And I came out saying that. In fact, the three commentators before the day's play as well, all backed, including Dinesh Karthik, who'd probably been the most recent player, all backed Australia to do it. But the conditions just changed. The ball swung everywhere. And 
of course your your other man crush uh, uh, chris wokes what a player what a player dude what a player indeed even r ashwin just came out and said that he's like i don't this guy has everything i think I, i'm probably misquoting him but ashwin said i'm jealous of chris wokes okay i'm paraphrasing but that's pretty much what he said and he's like i do not understand how this guy is not in playing 11 but, but at the start of any so that quote i thought actually chris wokes had said that about ravi ashwin when i didn't read who said what I thought he was talking about <laughs> a, left look at the way matches. the way you and I would have read that on social media there would have been a big picture of Ravi Ashwin yeah, right. and <laughs> it would have been talking about Chris Wokes yeah. we've seen that somewhere else also yeah. but uh, yeah exactly no but it was it was yeah and tell me one thing does does his he's got a bit of salt and pepper going on in his head does that make him better looking or less better looking yeah I've, in fact while we're on video i'm seeing my salt and pepper too so i think it's definitely a distinguished improvement look. for yeah exactly <laughs> no but it was great i mean he he came to the party man and the other guy that came to the party was mohin ali what a story that is dude and he gets a text from ben stokes at the start of the series saying ashes and he replies lol because he doesn't know about jack leach's injury right at that point and he he splits his finger like the he loses like nine layers of skin he bowls through that pain in the first test match all of that happens and What a way, man! Like he, it just makes you see. Like, why do we keep dropping Ashwin in England? Look at all these off spinners. You can look at Lyon, Murphy, Moin Ali. Sorry to relate this back to Indian cricket, but I mean, it was a great, it was a great performance by Moin, to be honest. Also, it was, and I, also I, injured. Yeah, and think about this: since uh, Nathan Lyon left, they couldn't win a game, right? So. there is that value of your premier off spinner bowling but we we've you should check out our world test championship final episode uh, if you want to get into that debate again but man england 22 they didn't retain the ashes but there was this whole chatter around we knew who was the better team and then there was also chat around you know there was we australians were like we didn't see any baseball but what series years at the end yeah so they didn't do the customary beer and then but then did you read up more about that they said they went and had a drink at the club i don't know if that and was ben, wrong or ben not. stokes tweeted at 428 am which is rather dangerous territory given his record yeah. at that time even joe root david warner ben stokes they're all in the bar together yeah. that's uh, that's pretty dangerous but yeah. they did get that drink but Yeah man there was so much controversy around this but let's talk quickly about two retirements right Stuart Broad and Mohin Ali so maybe Mohin Ali first since we touched on him he basically has come out and said if Baz or Stokes reaches out to me again i'm just going to say no uh, i am done this is my retirement so good for him and i think we're going to just see Mohin Ali play franchise cricket now um and 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 that's fun and that's that's what he wants but stuart broad a stalwart of the game i love that uv also uh tweeted out wishing him happy retirement and didn't mention the six sixes because every year on uv's birthday and stuart broad's birthday that's the only thing that's brought up uv but too aggressive with that there was one video of him with his kid watching the uh, uv hit stuart broad for six <laughs> like educating the next generation or something But if I was UV, I would just wake up every day and ask my whole family to sit and watch that before they start the day. I think it's fair. Yeah, 
I, I genuinely think it's fair. Don't you the think so? The greatest thing to happen since sliced bread, those six sixes. Yeah, exactly. Wake up every morning, sit with a cup of tea, watch the six sixes, we and then everyone goes to school and office. And... We've not talked about Stuart Broad. We're now talking about okay, yeah. six so, sixes. Then we'll talk about Flintoff. He had a fight with him. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll talk about uh, Joginder Sharma bowling the last two, yeah. and then done. Stuart Broad, I'm right, finished. Sure. This is why we need Ashwin on the show to keep us on track. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. I forgot what we were talking about. But anyway, okay. Stuart, Stuart Broad. No, was it Mohin Ali? No, it was Stuart Broad. Who got the guard of honor with James Anderson. Almost with James Anderson. Almost. And yeah, man. I mean, I mean, great career. I, I don't know why he called it quits. But I like that he basically said, uh, for me, cricket like is England-Australia. Like playing Australia is the pinnacle. And after this, I'm done. So... Yeah, what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, we, we spoke about it briefly last week because the retirement had been announced a couple of days before, right? Um, the actual uh, last day. I mean, what a way to go out, right? He takes the last two wickets. Uh, there was a point at which uh, Todd Murphy, Stokes was saying that he, he's going to take him off uh, because he wanted to bring Mark Wood back on. And so he was running in thinking this is going to be his last ball in international cricket. And what happens? And Todd Murphy just nicks it and he gets caught and... Then there's one more over given to Broad. And what a way to finish, man. I mean, 604 wickets he's had. And there's a very interesting Jared Kimber um, article, maybe a podcast as well. He had more failure than success. We remember the successes and that is actually the legacy that Stuart Broad leaves behind. The 8 for 15 at Trent Bridge, which is almost unforgettable. Like he was unplayable in that in that innings. But he also had all these lows where... He went for 36 of Yuvraj. He went for uh, 35 or 37 of Bumrah. I can't remember. There was something weird with those numbers because uh, there were some extras and stuff, I think. He also uh, nicked the ball to uh, Clark at slip and didn't walk. So these are all the things that you remember. But he was a competitor. And I think that's somebody described it pretty well, saying he's the ultimate Ashes competitor. I think he's Ricky Ponting or someone like that. And that's true, right? Like he's a character that. The game will miss him. He had the celebrity appeal. He was irritating. He he scored that 169 at Lords in that um, match-fixing uh, drama. Uh, he got hit in the face by Warren Aaron. Uh, couldn't play the short ball for a few years. And then finishes his career with a six of a short ball. So, last ball six, last ball wicket. I mean, kind of a yeah, fairy tale ending, right? Like, the only yeah, way it could have been better is if he took a cotton ball than the last ball. And then he took yeah. last ball catch also. Yeah, and I mean, he did cross 600 wickets, right? So, he, he kind of checked all his milestones and yeah, kudos to him, man. I just, every time he bowled, you just looked like he was running in very hard. And I think that, that's what I'll remember about yeah. the guy. Yeah. But yeah, so let's let's quickly just talk about that World Test Championship table. It feels surreal that two months or not even two months after the final, we're talking about this table again. So, oh, wait, Pakistan, wait, wait, wait. India, we also just sorry yeah. talk about the Ben Stokes catch. Oh yeah, let's. I, I wasn't. I wasn't watching that. I stepped away and I got your message saying it was. Her, he's just dropped the ashes, oh, which for all of us takes back takes us back to ninety nine. But do you want to walk through that? I mean, what a moment that was, dude! Like it was insane. It was completely like nuts. It was. Uh, he takes uh, hits Smith's hand, goes and he does really well to catch it with one hand. And then when his hand's coming down, I don't think he's celebrating. I think he's just balancing himself. His hand hits the his his knee and the ball falls down. And he knows that it's not out. You can see from his face immediately. But 
of course they okay. went up for whatever reason and third umpire said it wasn't under control now i think this is all come from that gill catch at the start of the summer to be honest because there was so yeah. much scrutiny on that having the ball under control i think he may have gotten away with this a few weeks or months ago i think that whole having the ball under control yeah mid starks catch at uh, lords or yeah it was at lords so yeah it's uh, it's been interesting uh, but sorry yeah i was yeah it no it did feel like a celebration but yeah but interesting he did drop the ashes and again stokes is a cricketer that's had a lot of uh, failures before success remember the uh, carlos brathwaite the yeah. issue at the nightclub and now look yeah. where he is ashes equaling captain but this feels like a proper it feels like a fair result i think The two-two felt like a fair result for that series, and like the yeah, last I think series, so which is also two-two, but there was less. Like it felt like Australia had probably dominated that moment. Yeah, and and Paddy C did say that last time we were two-two in 2019, we were celebrating. So let's not take anything away from this one as well, right? So DJ, I was talking about that World Test Championship table. So as it stands now, Pakistan and India are on the top, and honestly, for us as Indian cricket fans. I think in 2025 the dream would be to watch India versus Pakistan at uh, the Lords or somewhere in England because that is what we've kind of always dreamed of. But interestingly now Australia is in third place at 18 points, West Indies is in fourth and England is in fifth. So they have played five matches and got nine points. You you get 12 points for a win and four for a draw. So they should have been on 28. They have been docked. I mean, I just, yeah, I'm just. I've done the math. Yeah, nineteen, nineteen <laughs> points. But I'm just stunned, and I know Australia has also been docked. And uh, Australia were docked 10, about eleven points, ten points, but for one points, match, yeah. which was rained out. Yeah, yeah, and that's where Khwaja came in. So what is what is happening here? Like, what is happening? I don't think it's fair that England's at nine points. So I actually think it's absolutely fair. So the whole deal with. baseball and stokes captaincy is that oh all these clever fields and all of this like but he changes the field almost every ball what else happens you're going to lose time doing that right like if you're going to be that clever you've got a plan for every batter and i am okay with that and i think it it should be right and there should be this penalty because test cricket tickets are enormously exorbitantly expensive if we go to the ground to watch test cricket You're paying over a hundred and fifty pounds if you're going to Lords, which is a crazy amount of money. It's a, it's a crazy amount of money for a day out, right? And that's one person. Forget and, like a family. And that's one out of five days. Yeah, it's one out of five days. You can't buy like a season pass or whatever. But if you're bowling eighty overs in a day, that's more than ten percent of the day's play that's gone. That the paying public is just losing out because you've not bowled your overs in time. and yes all of this takes into account stoppages it takes into account breaks delays batters being checked for concussion whatever i actually have zero sympathy for this this is again this is you are a professional this is your job entertainment aside that's great entertainment is great but if i am paying to watch 90 overs in a in a day and i'm getting 80 i am being shortchanged and there was a great suggestion by somebody i can't remember who it was say so take all the fines that you get and they've reduced the fines as well so now what is the consequence of bowling your over slowly and the reason australia bowled their over slowly in manchester was to take time out of the game it's strategic so they've lost 10 points on that khwaja's upset that oh we didn't have the opportunity to make up they were not going to make up that's nonsense you've got to be up with the over rate in t20 you get penalized by having more players in the in the in the circle 
Yeah. Right. So there is a real penalty, game-related penalty to this. If you start awarding penalty runs to teams that are behind the over eight, uh, the other team, if you award it to the opposition, see how quickly people start bowling. And this whole yeah. uh, in India, you have spinners, all of this. That makes no sense. India has also played with uh, fast four fast bowlers. Yeah. So this is I I don't buy any of this. I'm I'm not a fan. I'm I sound like an old guy now. I think, but. If I'm paying, and maybe this comes from my middle class mentality. I'm like, if I'm paying for 90 overs, give me 90 overs. Why am I pay, <laughs> paying for 90 and getting 80? Give me a refund. No, that's fair. So basically, just to clarify, if if there's a result in three days or five days, but your day two bowling was slow, you will still get that penalty, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's fair. So it's not about the result. It's not about how much time. Yeah, you and have. I think this will but, actually affect them. This will hurt them because from twenty-eight, you've gone to nine. Yes, and this was for England uh, a, a big home series, so they're going to hurt the most, right? And for Australia, I would say this suits their can their type of playing the most, come even compared to South Africa. But and Australia have missed out on a World Test Championship final the first time round for over eight. Yeah, so especially now being uh, champions, it's going to hurt them, and you don't get you don't have that many chances. Like even India West Indies, I am very upset at the fact that one test was drawn because that was twelve points in the bag, right? So it's it's um, it should have. But we're still more points than England after five test series. Yeah, so it's where um, is India in the World Test Championship final table? They're number two right now, and that's the thing, right? That's what we talked about that. India, given their home record and the fact that they've been doing well overseas, is probably going to make the finals more times than other teams. And so you have to be prepared for that. But anyway. amount of resource at your disposal. But it was a good series. It I think enjoyed watching it. Sad that it's over. Yeah. And we now move to ODI, which I have mixed feelings about because the next few months is going to be that. But on that note, let's take a break and we'll be right back. Welcome back after the break. So we were talking ODIs. DJ, I know you guys covered India-West Indies the last time. Now, the third ODI, India, after being shocked, basically came out, put their best foot forward and hit 350 in 50 overs. I would say almost everyone got going, right? Kishan, 77. Gil, 85. Gaikwad came in. Didn't make a mark there. Samson at number 4, 51 or 41. Pandya, 70. And Sky at 35. Sky, they said they're going to start playing him as a number 6 because they want to get into his T20 role. Let's. I don't think there's much to talk about the game, right? West Indies won uh, the second one. India won the third. Mm-hmm. India won the series two. They won the third by 200 runs. Yeah, so we won it by a lot. And I think that is great because they were 151 all out. But... As it stands now, let's just do a wrap on ODI. What do you think is is going to happen with the Kishans, the Gaikwads, the Samsons and the Skies, right? Because you've got Asia Cup coming up and then you've got the World Cup. Where is India sitting in this ODI setup? Yeah, so uh, I, I think we again spoke about this last week, but Kishan, backup opener, man, he's he's had a great series so far. He's He's really come to the party and He's uh, he's done really well. Samson, he has one score of note, 
we'll come to the T20s where honestly he should have been the one taking us home in that first T20 when he got run out but i do like the way he bats in 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 odi cricket he comes in and i think second ball or third ball just hit trader six it's just like zero like fear it's great to watch when it comes off sky i've been saying we should be playing him low down the order what's the point of batting him at four give him 20 overs let him score 100 which is what he does in t20 cricket all the time and the only thing that i've been a bit worried about with sky is that the great thing about sky and i was thinking about this is what well, he used to play all around the wicket right and that means hitting the ball over cover hitting his flick shot was excellent he used to sweep really well he seems to have got obsessed with that shot that one that goes over his shoulder he's obsessed with it like he's getting full tosses and he has to hit it there kyu bhai just hit it wherever you want it's a full toss but that is the it's an incredibly difficult and low percentage shot the fact that he used to pull it off until last year so often was incredible but i don't see him hitting the ball i saw one maybe cover drive but he's just too good a player to be obsessed with hitting that one premeditated shot so that's yeah, what's worrying me about i think you're right he's just i don't know i when i get when i see him i get the sense he's just so excited to come out to bat that it's a lot of nervous energy but then it's channeled in the wrong way like you're saying premeditated i have to hit every shot for six yeah. and i have to try and hit it like behind the wicket it doesn't make any sense because i mean i still believe sky is one of the best we have in limited oh, yeah. overs and he should be playing in odi as well but let me talk to you about the 11 or at least the batting lineup that we thought will play a couple of months ago and what is playing now so it should have been rohit and let's put gill there mm. okay let's put him there uh it should it would have been kohli it would have been number 4 actually we don't shreyas ayer kl rahul hardik pandya right that's what it would have been followed by jadeja followed by jadeja now you're sitting in a situation where pant if pant was fit then rahul would struggle actually to make that rahul and ayer would probably win a shootout at that point maybe yeah but what agree and by the way i heard pant is facing 140 click deliveries at the ncn bank with one hand so hands. i i think one hand man he doesn't need to has but how good how good was that to read now again i don't know that's don't get us excited now this is but i i read that he's facing 140 i mean 140 is probably faster than most of the net bowlers in india faster than mukesh so kumar for sure <laughs> so he's probably getting better practice there but basically okay let me long story short we know rohit and kohli are going to play what happens to ayer and rahul like they're not even fully fit yet but i assume they will be on october 8th or october 2nd whenever that world cup starts what happens between now and then like kaikwad is not in the picture agree but samson kishan what what's the scene I, sky it's tough man like i think rahul will be your um... Rahul has to be a keeper if fit I think although Kishan if you were planning and solving for Rahul not being fit Kishan should have been batting lower down the order so I think that's one of your exactly. factors right like why is he batting up the order but we are seeing him I think as a backup opener for Rohit and I specifically say Rohit given his fitness record because yeah. I will worry about Rohit playing an entire tournament in India and being fit for it He's got yeah. knee issues. He's had issues with hamstrings and, and stuff. I really hope. I mean, he scored five hundreds in the last World Cup, right? But I think we are 
seeing Kishan as a backup. And we are giving him game time. I mean, last time Pant came in halfway through, we had so many injuries, right? Last time Shikhar started the World Cup. Yeah. And Rahul was batting four. Rahul then moved up. Pant came in four. Vijay Shankar was supposed to bat four. It was like, what, what a time to be alive that was. What a mess. What's your best top six? Tell me that. Assuming everyone is fit, what is your best top six? The one that you read out? Look, I do see value in Rahul at five, okay? This might be a controversial decision, but I actually do. I don't think Rahul is a great a new ball player. Yeah, and we look I at his stats better. and he averages higher at five. Yeah, so I think Rahul at five is the way to go. Rahul's keeping, not 100% sure, but it's okay. I can live with that. The only thing is that number four slot. Now, I may be tempted to even play Pandya at four and Sky at six. Because I think Pandya's game has also evolved a little bit. So, Pandya's uh, bowling uh, also, na? That's the whole issue. That's the thing, man. Like, every time I get angry at the selectors, I think it's so easy. Then we come on this podcast and then the three of us sit and discuss it. And there's like, yeah, Pandya should be at four. And then you're like, yeah, but then he may not be able to bowl three or four overs out of ten. And then you're like, yeah, that makes sense. So, it's not easy, man. But I don't know. I'm, I'm skeptical about Ayer and uh, Rahul just walking back in but I don't think Samson or Gaikwad or anyone has done the job can I, and can I, I don't throw think... a wild card into this you better not say Pant Tilak Varma at 4 look dude the thing is what's happening is these guys but he's have so this... good he's so good he is and we're going to talk about him oh. but I think what's, what's happening is the Indian management just buckets you or boxes you up right like and for some reason, they're not able to break out of that mold. So now Tilak Varma is a T20 player. And that's it. Now, he's not been tested in ODIs. There's no way they're going to take a chance for, on him. And yeah, maybe he would be a perfect number four. Maybe a Sai Sudarshan would be a perfect number four for an ODI setup. But it's too late. It's just too late in the game, in my opinion. Okay, fair. No, but, but Samson? Yeah. I don't know, man. No. Samson is not my... I like the guy, but he just keeps getting out so easily that I, I don't know what to do. Yeah, but where is Kai going to play in that lineup though? Six, you're saying six is fine, but like Jadeja bad six. And then you'll have a bowling all-rounder like a Shardul or somebody or an Akshar. Or, are, are we actually going to play six pure batters, uh, but six batters including the keeper and then go Jadeja and then four bowlers? And expect Pandya to fill in the sixth row? Without going into the T20s too much, I think one of our big issues has been the the the, the long tail, right? Yeah, because and we've collapsed so, for like, we needed 37 of 30 balls and with five wickets, four wickets down. Yeah, and we lost yeah. that game. That was ridiculous. The first T20 was with Kuldeep and Arshdeep, I think, left at the end. Kuldeep just couldn't get on the square, man. What? But I don't think Shardul in India is a great, great option either. So, I don't know, man. <laughs> There's no answer. But I do think if Jaddu is batting at 7, I think that gives me a lot more comfort uh, versus trying to make the tail longer and have Jaddu at 6 and Pandya at 5. So, I think, yeah. And I think Jaddu will be flexible, man. The day, the day he has to go up, he will just go up. I don't think he should bat at 4, for example. But I think the day he needs to go to 5 or 6, he will. But he's probably going to be... I next. actually don't think there's a spot for Sky then. Because then you're, yeah. you've got too many batters. Because you're looking at Rohit, Gil, Kohli, 
फ्री हो गया अयर और संजू वन ऑफ द टू आई गेस राइट एट एट फोर यूव गॉट योर कीपर एट फाइव राहुल and then yeah, yeah. yeah so i'm saying if i'm saying if ayer is not fit and samson i don't think deserves the spot ahead of sky so that's where i was then maybe, but yeah do yeah, but then you've got either rahul or pandya having to bat four one does keeping one does bowling so then that yeah, is only sky at that number 4 spot where he's not done well before so challenges it's not easy my friend it's not easy but good news is we have a lot of odi cricket coming up which we may or may not watch in full but we do have some uh, matches in the asia cup and then the world cup so it will get better i just hope dravid and rohit are able to provide clarity um to the players and clarity to themselves that this is what we're going to go with because remember siraj shami bumrah these guys are not playing this Bumrah we're not he is leading Ireland man out of the blue he's going to be the T20 captain for the series against Ireland starting soon so that was a shocker to me as well right given Hardik Pandya is supposed to be the the new T20 But is Hardik playing that series oh, I I guess not I haven't I yeah, can't I remember the score but I guess I not so because there was some chat about making Rituraj captain where from he's not even in the 11 It's too messed up when you throw the last few years. It's too messed up. Is this all just media I, I, made up stuff hype, or is this actually like was Rituraj being seriously considered to captain the Indian team? I mean, Dhawan was captaining us till last year. But Dhawan had a body of work behind him in international cricket. Yeah, like he played for yeah. a, he like won a Champions Trophy. He scored runs in Test cricket. He was like a ICC tournament king. He'd done this for yeah. a long time. But Ritu is like a. He's made his like debut a few years ago only, like maybe a year ago in that COVID year, twenty uh, one in Sri Lanka. But anyway, sorry. But Boom is back. Yeah, boom but it back. just that's I, good news, right? Boom being yeah, back. Boom is back. That's good news. I'm just going to say one of my concluding thoughts is I feel like what's happening is that the playing for India has become much easier than it was in the past, mm. right? Um, I should have also focused on my game a bit more. I think. You should have, man. You never know. <laughs> It's just become much easier, and so now you've got so many options, and now there's so much workload management, and you don't know who's like who's part of the the thinking the squad anymore. Like Akshar Shardul, Siraj, Shami, Bumrah, Chahal. That, that's it, right? That's pretty much your bowling setup with maybe one more person, Jaddu and Pandya. That's it. So what are we playing Mukesh Kumar for? Is Ashdeep going to make it? He might be that one other uh, bowler, but. There's what are we doing? Are we playing Jaydeep right now? Yeah, what's the point? That's the whole question. None of this seems to be making sense. But no, we are playing Jaydeep in the in the ODIs though, not in the T20s. T20s. Yeah, yeah, we're playing Mukesh. I mean, we're playing a pretty much a Bombay batting lineup with Kishan, Sky, and Varma, and then you're playing a Delhi bowling attack with Kuldeep, Akshar, and Mukesh Kumar. Yeah, and that's why things are going so well. So far, yeah. I mean, we're two years on the T20s, man. We've been thrashed. Man. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. How good has Nikki P been, by the way? Dude, that New York match or whatever mini. the finals was. Mini, mini, <laughs> Mumbai Indians, New York. That's that's a great mini. Game. Mini wins the MLC. That was a crazy match. One hundred and thirty or some forty balls. Fifty-five balls. <laughs> that's thirty-seven or fifty-five. It was crazy and. But he's just carried that on. You saw him in the first T20 when he came in. 
Yeah. I think second ball six, third ball six, fourth ball four. He just went. He just didn't care. He was just like, I'm in great form. I'm just going to smash this. I think when he's in form, he's uh, he's just a different. Player. He was just great, and I mean, but I think we made some tactical errors yesterday in the second D20. Child and bowl is fourth over. Do you know what happened? No, I don't. But I think I was reading about that that there were some very questionable decisions. Yeah, I don't know um, what was going on. Kuldeep didn't bowl his fourth over. Akshar, we are obviously believing in matchups a lot these days. So Akshar didn't bowl when there were left-handers at on strike. So yeah, I mean, did Akshar bowl at all yesterday? No, no, right. So Pandya, Arshdeep Singh, Mukesh Kumar, Ravi Vishnu, and Juzi Chahal. Yeah. So very Akshar didn't. But uh, it's odd. But end of the road for Kohli and Rohit in T20s by the looks of it. I don't know. I think so, man. I think somebody was telling me Rohit saying he does want to play the next World Cup, but I don't see it happening. I, I really don't see it happening. I mean, Kohli's fit enough to do it though, and he was in good form in the IPL. But but maybe the way the teams are collapsing and not scoring the runs is symptomatic of those two big names not being in the side. I mean, you might have got like one seventy. Which would have also probably been under par instead of 150. Yeah. With the way they bat. Look, I think we need to differentiate it. For T20, I'm okay to do this experimentation and there's still a little bit of time. For ODI, there isn't. Now, you could argue that the two teams are, there's very thin line that kind of draws them separate, right? But they are separate and it's, I don't know. I just it's this weird thing. I'm okay with losing in T20 right now because the stakes are low. I'm just not okay with the way ODI is shaping up the team because you got two months to go before a World Cup. So are you getting excited? We're going to leave it. You're getting excited, even though we don't we don't follow ODI cricket as much as we once did. It's but we're getting... This is the first first World Cup, but I guarantee you, by the time we're at end September, we will be excited. And I think DJ, you you might be in Singapore. Uh, around the around October, so actually we may get to watch a couple of games End together. That would be yeah, fun. Start November. I just realized that as yeah, we were talking. That would be cool. So. On that note, we're gonna um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna end this week's episode. There are three T20s left, and then we gear up for the Island Series and the Asia Cup. So we will be back soon to talk the rest about that. But yeah, great uh, talking to you, DJ, and stay tuned and and join us next week.